welcome to the Rock Music Alliance interview sessions. I am your host, Cole Coleman. On the show today, we're doing a rising artist segment with the band Stone Trip, speaking with vocalist Mark Ricci and guitarist Mick Melusa. When we come back, Stone Trip. Attention guitar players, join the Thimble Slide Revolution and free your slide finger. With its patented shape, you can slide and fret while wearing the Thimble Slide. Visit thimbleslide.com. That's thimbleslide.com. We're back. Claudio Pesavento from Mahogany Rush and Chris Squire Band is hanging out with us, and we're speaking with Mark Ritchie and Mick Melusa. What is the latest news from Stone Trip? The latest well. Yeah, the latest news is we've got a release today, uh, in about another hour actually, of our uh, our first uh, debut video release for our, our single, Sideways. So that's exciting. Absolutely. I didn't know that. I didn't know we actually are speaking on like the night before the release. This is terrific. Congratulations on that. Thanks, man. We're pretty stoked about it. So yeah, yeah we can't wait. So we're all very excited. It's the same night, not the night before. Yeah, the same night, yeah. Not except you're, it's Friday in Melbourne and it's Thursday here. So yeah. it's, time, it's time travel, guys. Yeah, we're, we're still lagging a whole day behind you. Um, yeah, so what we're talking about, of course, is uh, you had your debut release of the song Sideways. Was that recently or was it like a month ago or was that last week? Yeah, it's, uh, we released it on, uh, I think it was December 18th. Uh, we released the, uh, the audio of it. Um, yeah, we've had some really great response from it. So, yeah, we're pretty stoked. Um, we've got a lot of people and uh, ourselves included uh, just hanging out for this video to sort of match it all up and put the whole package together and uh, get it out there. Great, man. And we're going to give that a little sample listen later. Uh, now, Stone Trip is a new band. When did Stone Trip form and how did that come about? Yeah, um, it was a, an interesting project. Uh, Mick and I have been playing together for years in bands. And um, so we had a pretty good uh, rapport with each other and wrote a lot of stuff in and out over the years. Never really did too much with it. And um a couple of years back, uh, we got in the studio and uh, wrote some stuff with another great guy, um, Tony, and uh, we recorded and wrote probably four or five songs and that was great and didn't do too much with it. We sort of put it down and um, a while later, I sort of had to listen back to him and literally gave Mick a call and said, hey, man, you've got to have a listen to these tracks again. There's, there's some shit going on here, you know, so... Um, that's what he did and um, we pretty much uh, made a commitment from that point and said uh, let's go for this and um, you know it's give it all we've got and leave no stone unturned and go hard and uh, the train probably took six probably seven months to get our lineup of uh, musicians in the band which are all fantastic players we, we wrote, we're pretty blessed in that department um, yeah and rehearsed it and did a few gigs and, uh, of course, COVID hit, but uh, we were on a bit of a roll and, yeah, we've, uh, but in the meantime, we were able to, um, in our downtime, get in and uh, record an EP, um, which we're pretty proud of, that came out pretty well, and did the video. So, and, um, right, yeah. yeah, so today's the day, yeah. So, Mark, uh, you mentioned that you guys have been in some bands together. Um, also, down there in, in Melbourne, 
Is there a bit of a music scene there? Like like here in Los Angeles, we have several places in Hollywood that are pretty famous for their jam sessions, like their celebrity jams. Uh, you can go down to the Whiskey A Go Go on Tuesday nights when they're open, and uh, and there you'll you can see all kinds of of world class players coming jumping on stage and playing songs. Uh, did you guys know each other from that kind of a scene, or was it just strictly bands? Well, yeah, look. The, the band scene in Melbourne, um, especially when me and Mick were sort of um, out there the, through, you know, through the 90s, 2000s to now, was um, it's so diverse, um, so cultural um, that I don't think there'd be a night any day of the week where you could go where you wouldn't be able to access a venue, be it down a side alley or a bigger venue with some great bands and great music. So we're really blessed musically in this country. So yeah, um, a lot of influences come from that as well. So any of your bands, uh, that you remember from the past that, that leap out at you? Um, yeah, we did a few original things. We did a lot of cover work actually coming through the, coming through the systems. So there's, uh, there's not too many songs that I can't sing and Mick can't play, I guess, put it that way. But, um, yeah, we did a couple of things earlier on and, um, Mick's had some, um, you know, uh, other stuff that he's done with other people. I've had some other stuff that I've done with other people, but um, this was uh, the way that it should have always been. So we're just so stoked that we've, uh, you know, come together and, and, and we were able to do what we're doing now. Yeah, that's great, guys. Uh, now, you mentioned the lineup of the band. Uh, so tell me quickly just about the lineup, like who's in the band and playing what instruments? Okay, uh, I'll let you talk. take that one, Mick. Oh, okay. Who's in the band? Well, there's obviously uh, Mark Ritchie uh, that we're speaking to at the moment. He's a he's a frontman, lead vocalist. Um, myself, I play guitar. Um, we've got Con Bats on drums, and we've got a, a great bass player by the name of Sebastian Barona from Chile. Um, he's an amazing, amazing player, a great bass player, and. Um, on the other guitar is Bruce Mountjoy. And we've all been around the block, uh, you know, a whole bunch of times. They were pretty savvy with our instruments and what we like to play and what kind of what kind of music, you know, that kind of moves us. So as Mark said before, what, you know, he made that phone call to me over, over a wild weekend of recordings, you know, and we had a live back... We had we had to listen back to him, and we thought it's just too good to leave. It's just too good not to share it with whoever likes, you know, that type of music, you know. Um, and and yeah, but the, the rest of the boys in the band—they're great guys, unbelievable to work with. We, we've all got a vision. We've all got a road. We're we're, we're on the same train, you know. So it's great. We're heading out to That's tour. It. Can't ready, wait to get out of the tour. Ready to tour. I hear that one. Uh, did uh, Now, when you guys got together, did you start writing songs together or did one of you have like a backlog of songs to start with or how's that done in Stone Trip? Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting process. Um, uh, look, a lot of the stuff, uh, some of the earlier tracks that we wrote uh, were, were co-written by the three of us, um, Tone, Pirelli um, was the third person who's an amazing artist and producer in his own right. Um, one and two productions, look them up. But um, we basically, Mick and Tone had some riffs and, you know, and invited me down and I came down and I was literally in the studio while we were jamming, 
partying up a little bit and um, as I was listening and the boys were playing, I just started writing the lyrics and put some melody to it and it all just went kabang. And um, it, it was just a, a, a great thing to happen. It, it just happened with such ease. That was that was a thing that, that blew me away about it. It was like literally some of those, uh, some of our tracks that lyrically and uh, vocally I probably wrote in 15 minutes, a couple of them. It's amazing when that happens. When, when it all just clicks and comes together, it's, it is exceptionally great. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an unreal uh, it's an unreal thing. It's quite funny actually because uh, a lot of the time uh, when I'm writing uh, lyric, I I'm not too sure what I'm actually writing about, and it's uh, it's a kind of weird kind of thing when you, when you read it back and um, what you what I've found that I've personally related it to sort of subliminally, you know, of of things that have happened around me and in my life. So, but um, the 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 thing that I, I really like about the music of Stone Trip is uh, it's got that great combination of kick-ass guitar um, rhythm section with this, you know, melody and lyric that sort of just meet together in the middle and just, you know, good shit happens. So, and we've written a couple of songs um, in, a, in the rehearsal room, you know, with, with the whole band. So... The whole thing's coming together, and it's um, we're just progressing all the time. At the moment, look, we've we've got a few gigs coming up in Melbourne. Um, we're we're asked down, you know, head up, just flat out rehearsing for those shows, which is really exciting to be able to actually get back in the rehearsal room and uh, turn back on the creative juices, you know. Right now, at this moment in time, uh, are you guys on shutdown like we are here in Los Angeles, or are you guys anticipating getting back out and performing soon? Yeah, well, it's eased a little bit here in Melbourne. Um, we had a massive shutdown for three months, I think it was, or more, maybe more. Yeah, um, and that was that was weird, but but it's it's easing up now. Where you know people are back at work, and you know we still have to wear masks, you know, like in supermarkets and um, whenever you're around a crowded area or whatever, like or you know. Right, right. Shopping centres mainly, but but pubs are starting to open up, and and venues and bars, you know, at to a limited, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's coming, it's coming back. It's crawling back. But that's good to hear. That's good. We're 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 still just longing for the day when the pubs open again. <laughs> I'm I'm dying I'm dying to have a pint and a bite somewhere. We went uh, sixty days without a case, no cases. Um, oh, no, yeah. no deaths. And then we got another little spike, which we're sort of going through at the moment. Um, and it got up to about, I think, six or seven, which probably sounds ridiculous to you guys. But um, it was uh, it was amazing. Now we're back on top of, of, of it again. And we've gone, I think it's our ninth day in a row in Melbourne without any cases of in Victoria. So, yeah, we're doing, we're doing um, something right. So, are you guys actually in Victoria or yeah, Melbourne, Victoria? Victoria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Victoria is the state. Melbourne's the capital. Yeah. So, tell us how the name came about. How did you decide on Stone Trip? Um, do you want the real story, or do you want me to tell you what I tell everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's have let's have what you tell everybody quick, and then tell me the real thing. I can tell you. <laughs> it was it was demo it was too stone one night and 
I'll demo it. You're on the right track. When people ask you, when he, he was having a trip. Yeah. Stone trip. Well, when people ask me, I um, generally tell them that I uh, just finished smoking a big doobie and uh, was walking along and I tripped over a stone. So I was pretty stoned <laughs> and I tripped. Right, right, okay. And that was good enough for me. Yeah, that works. But, that's um, cool. No, that, uh, look, the name just, it, it just came. Came out of nowhere, didn't it, Mick? We were just like, bang. We, we didn't even think about names. Right. It was like it was like there on a shelf and said, here, this is for you. And so, we took it. Yeah, we, we love what it represents, you know. it's It's got that sort of psychedelic vibe about it. It's got that rock vibe about it. We, yeah. we really wanted to keep it simple, you know, like yeah. with the logo and stuff. It's black background with a white, you know, sort of 70s style sort of font. And it's simple, but it's fucking awesome. It's a good name. Yeah, you know, well, that that's how I took it was... Like I, I took it as the the vibe of the band is like you're on a stone trip, you know. That's that's how I took it, you know. Yeah, well, take it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, now, did you guys decide to put together a show first or record first? Well, yeah, we, well, we hooked up this band based on that wild weekend of recording that we did under a few influences of you know alcohol and whatever have you. Um, but we, we, we kind of did it for fun. We were, we were in the studio at the time that our mate owns, a friend, a really good friend and a co-writer of a couple of the tracks on the EP. We are there just kind of partying, you know. But he's got a well-equipped studio and we thought, all right, well, let's just muck around and we're all having fun. And, and then we started ripping out all these great tunes that, you know. We played, um, we did a handful of shows and... Um, they went really well. And um, then we sort of uh, started getting some other shows and it was, the momentum was building. I think we'd probably done, uh, I don't know, a dozen maybe more shows when we're just kicking it off because we spent a lot of time in the studio rehearsing and getting it right and um, getting to our, our standard that we wanted to play to. So, um, but then, you know, shit happened. and um, But we kept going. That was the good thing. So we're, we're, we're still... We, we just can't wait to get out there and give it to you. We'll be right back with Mark Ritchie and Mick Melusa, but first, take a listen to this important announcement from the Rock Music Alliance and the RMA Awards for Rock, Metal, and Prog Music. It's time that Rock Music has its own awards, the RMA Awards, its own scholarships, charity events, and more. And only you can make it happen by joining the Rock Music Alliance and voting in the RMA Awards. You can join as either a musician, an industry professional, or if you just love rock music, you can join as a patron of rock. Everyone can join, and everyone gets to vote. Join the Rock Music Alliance. Go to rockmusicalliance.com. That's rockmusicalliance.com. Hey, this is Francesco DeCosmo from Thin Lizzy and Evanescence, and you have to join the Rock Music Alliance. Uh, do you remember where it was you performed first? Like a particular nightclub? Oh, good question. Um, Punners Club? Could have been. Yeah, I think, I think it was the Punners Club. Yeah, and a Sunday uh, afternoon. It was a Sunday afternoon gig. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they they wanted us back, you know. 
every week after that. But we did a couple of shows there and then we just started getting other venues. You know, people yeah. started really, really, really digging what we are doing, you know. So that's, that's when we thought to ourselves, all right, well, let's, let's, let's see how far we can take this. Let's have some fun. And, you know, people are obviously really digging it. So we yeah. thought, well, let's carry on, you know. Yeah. Right, well, there's, an, so, there's another um, great venue in Melbourne as well, the ESPY. It's pretty iconic. Espinado, Talents and Kilda. I think every band that's ever been to Melbourne's played that's played at the ESPY. So did a gig there, and that that that's that's the momentum we were building. You know, we were getting the better venues and stuff like that, and so we were just starting to get a all that momentum building. So yeah, we just want to um, get back to where we we left off. But yeah, to answer your question, there's some um, awesome venues around Melbourne that um, I you'd love you know they're places that are just got the, they're all got their own sort of vibe about them and you know nothing's all the got same. well it sounds it sounds like you guys are connecting with people really quickly early on so that's that's a terrific sign you know yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah. it's it's a great learning process too you know the uh the social media side of it and uh getting it out there and the, the all the all the how-to's and the the uh, you know the, the hoops you got to jump through to you know research fuck really you know <laughs> so but you know we, we've learned a lot and uh, we're, hopefully we're making all the right moves and um, you know trying to get it out there on the most viable platforms for us to uh, you know build a base and uh, get some shows and you know headline some tours and if we're lucky enough down the track and you know back some joints and and sell some merch man <laughs> gotcha man now uh, some bands. Some bands perform at venues and, and invite record companies down to like check them out for deals. Others decide to go indie and record themselves. Which path are you guys taking? Well, we just kind of we just hooked up in the last couple of days with a, a promotions and marketing company. So um, you know, th- this is the kind of the next level that we kind of have to go that we can't do ourselves, you know, like we're musicians, you know, we don't really know much about the business or getting it out to today's people, you know. So we've actually hooked up with a a, Mel, uh, a Brisbane company in Australia to do all our marketing and promotions. And um, and I'm sure there's going to be a ton more options coming from that as, as, we, as we progress further um, to our yeah. goals, you know. There's going to be some doors opening and hopefully good doors, you know. So... And we'll, we'll be able to based yeah. on other people to working for the company, you know. Yeah, well, it sounds like a good move. Marketing, you know, get marketing and promotion happening for you. you, you know, bands these days, it, it's so relatively easy to put together a, a really quality home studio. Or like in your case, you guys know some some people you can work with that have really top quality studios, you know. Um, so you can do that part of it yourselves. But the, the, the stumbling part really is promotion and marketing. So it's great, great to hear you guys have got that going on. Yeah, well, yeah. you've got to you've got to give them the jobs to the right people, the people who are good at their jobs, you know, like we're good at music, you know, and the, the best way to put it, you know, you, you hire people that are good at getting it out there or getting it to another level, you know, so so we're, we're stoked to, to be with, uh, partnered with that company here in Australia. That's great, man. That's great. Um, now, how did you meet producer Ricky Ray? Well, Con Bats, yeah. our drummer, um, well, we were speaking about our recordings and where we wanted to do it, and there was a few places that, a few options that we had to to go and record at uh, such and such studio. But um, Con, Con Bats, our drummer, he he 
he um, notified me that this was the guy for drum sounds, Ricky Ray, you know, and I hadn't met Ricky before, even though he's a, he's a very well-known um, producer here in Australia. I hadn't met him before. So I took the chance and said, all right, Con, well, let's go. We, we need a massive drum sound. You know, if you haven't got a drum sound, you haven't got a band <laughs> in my, you know, in yeah. my thoughts. But, um, you know, so we, we, I, I bit the bullet and we went down there and we were stoked. We, we were just going to do drums there, but then we ended up deciding, no, well, let's, let's track it all here with Ricky, you know. He was so switched on. The boy's been around. He, he, he's, he, he's done some amazing work, you know, for some, some major artists here in Australia. So we, were that, we, we felt that comfortable and the sound <laughs> that we yeah. he was calling, you know, is... It's like, nah, we, we have to do it all in here. So. I'm so glad you mentioned the drums because that's when I first heard your, your guys release Sideways, that's really one of the first things that, that I took away from the first listening was, wow, the drum sounds killer. And I mean, everything sounds good, guys. It's, it's a great, well-produced track, you know, um, but it's just the drums. It's like in that genre of music, you don't don't often hear like a lot of times you hear the drums being kind of squashed or flat and they're powerful and explosive. But like with you guys, there's actually tone. You know, you can you can hear tone in the drums and uh, as well as power. And it's, it's a great sound, guys. It's a great sound. Yeah. Well, the, the bats, the bats, our drum man, he just that kid. I mean, he just he treats it like a child. He. He's a he's a master of his instrument, and uh, he hits it, and he he hits it hard, and um, he's full of passion when he plays. So it's uh, it's 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 just awesome to have that sort of you know rhythm section in the back here. So we're just about to take a listen to Sideways. Tell us about the song Sideways. What what is it about? Uh, interesting concept. Uh, <laughs> look, it's um, it's a song that um, I I based the the uh, the chorus. No lyric on uh, a girlfriend and because um, she got sideswiped by a, a, uh, a truck coming out of the driveway and she was in a little Suzuki and um, she was sort of telling me what happened when I, and, um, you know, she said, oh, you know, I went sideways and I had to go in the overtaken lane on the outside <laughs> and literally that just stuck in my head and um, I sort of wrote the rest of it around that sort of car vibe but the songs actually, if you listen hard enough to it and um, have had any heartbreak or in your life uh, with a, in a relationship, you may just be able to um, get a double meaning to that lyric, you know, like <laughs> I've well, been cruising cool. down the same road too long. You mean, you mean uh, are you going to go my way or sideways? <laughs> yeah, either. There you go. (laughs) So let's pause our conversation here and we'll take a listen to a sample of the debut release by Stone Trip, the single Sideways. Driving on the wrong damn side of the road 
Yeah, great jam, guys. As a, it's a good groove, too. It's got a groove to it. I couldn't hear the keyboards, but it sounds great. <laughs> well, i tell you what. We'll be right back with Mark and Mick from Stone Trip. We're going to talk a little gear and delve a little bit into their past. But first, let's listen to these important words from the Rock Music Alliance and the RMA Awards for rock, metal, and prog music. Hi, I'm Cole Coleman, here to talk a little bit about the Rock Music Alliance. The Rock Music Alliance is an international organization of musicians, industry, and those of the public who are patrons of rock. Our main focus is to produce the RMA Awards for rock, metal, and prog music, and you can be a part of it all. When you join the Rock Music Alliance, you can send in music entries for yourself and your favorite established artists. And you get to vote in the RMA Awards. So join the Rock Music Alliance and be a part of it all. Don't wait. Be proactive. Join and vote. Go to rockmusicalliance.com. That's rockmusicalliance.com. Now back to Mark and Mick of Stone Trip. Mick, take us a little bit into the past. Where were you raised? And how did you become a guitar player? Wow. This, this is a long story, but I'll try and make it short <laughs> as short as I can. Um, yeah, I was raised here in Melbourne, born and bred. Um, my, yeah, my parents divorced when I was a very young child, so I went to live with my grandmother. And, uh, and I had two uncles that were living in the same house, two older uncles, and they were both in bands at the time. And, you know, me being four or five years old, and my uncle would kind of take me to rehearsals you know, and, and, and back in them days, you know, like he was into the Bee Gees in Elvis and, you know, all them type of bands back in the late 60s, mid-60s, you know. So, and it was just inevitable, you know. I just I picked it up, the guitar, really quick and um, I, just, I just had a love for that music, you know. I love the Supremes, for God's sake. You know? Wow. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I love a whole bunch of music, you know, and... um. And and just from then, you know, just from a young age, I really adapted to music and the love for music and especially the love for the guitar. You know, I used to look at guitars and just stare at them for hours. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and, 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 and here we are today. That's great. Um, any particular guitar inspirations, you know, players? Yeah, I think uh, I get asked that a lot, but Gary Moore is, is yeah, I've always loved his type of playing. You know, he's very melodic and, you know, with a lot of chops as well. So, you know, I think Gary Moore, you know, obviously the the, the main suspects like your Eddie Van Halen and Steve Vai and, you know, all them type of flashy players, are, you know, I'm influenced by a bit of everything, buddy, a little bit of everything. But Gary Moore, you know, there's a lot of soul and, and heart, you know, and a oh, lot yeah. of melodic and, yeah. yeah. So I think I think he's probably the most I've been influenced by, yeah. Yeah, that's terrific. And how about you, Mark? Uh, uh, where were you raised and how did you become a singer? Yeah, um, well, I'm about as Aussie as you'll get. Um, I go back probably three generations of born and bred in Melbourne, Victoria. So... I remember as a kid, I probably would have been 10 around there and just listening to the radio and I remember I had a, um, like a three-in-one recorder, you know, portable radio sort of set up and you, I could put the cassette in there and press, press 
play record and hear the radio on the recording plus my voice. And I used to just sing. And um, it, it gave me, I did it like endlessly, but um, it gave me a, a, a pitch, a, a good ear. I, I, was, I wasn't happy because I was able to listen back to the recording on the tape. So, and I'd just do it over and over and over and over again until I sounded like and felt like it was in pitch and in key. So, which is, it was interesting. I, I didn't realise at the time, and I think that um, I was going to be a singer, but, um, you know, I, I, um, I actually sang for the first time. I played drums for a while um, when I got a little bit older, sort of 14, but, um, you know, I... I I'm left-handed, so I play a right-handed kick backwards, you know, open-handed. and So I, I, I was all right, but, you know, I wouldn't hire me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, uh, from there I remember I was doing this roadie gig one night just setting up PA and um, I was standing at the side of stage and uh, the guy in the band singing, somebody requested a song and he didn't know it. And for some godforsaken reason, I said, I do. And um, at the side of the stage, and he looked at me and said, well, he invited me to come and sing it, and I sang it. And the, the moment I got that taste of it, that was it. Off I went, you know. And um, gotcha. I used to, yeah, I used to, um, we used to have um, uh, music magazines, you know, and they'd have all musicians wanted and stuff. And I just took a chance. I'd just make the phone call and rock up to this audition and go for it, you know, and uh, just took it from there. And um, somewhere along the line, I... I um I I started writing a lot, um, a lot of lyric and stuff, and I, I found I just had melody in my head all the time, and I was like, well, what am I going to? And I used to just write, write everything down, and I uh, got a bit of a knack for it, you know. And um, uh, one day I picked up a guitar, uh, just an acoustic guitar, and um, I, I I'm left-handed, and it was a right-handed guitar, but I literally taught myself to play upside down. So I'd, you know, play fine chords and stuff that, and to the pitch of the voice that I was writing. And, you know, eventually I started writing songs, you know, on an upside down guitar. And That's amazing, it, yeah. Yeah, did it for years. And, uh, yeah, um, you know. Still the, the beauty, still yeah, I still do it. Yeah. So, um, but the beauty of um, having someone like Mick uh, in my pocket is just amazing because Mick's one of the only people that could work out what I was trying to do on a guitar. So I'd literally turn the guitar upside down and, and he said, what are you doing? And, you know, he'd go, oh, you mean this, you dickhead, you know, and play it properly. So <laughs> that's kind of where we sort of started our writing together. Interesting. Mick, what kind of guitars are you using? Uh, Gibson Les Paul at the moment. Um, but I've got a few guitars. I play Strats, I play Tallies, I have an SG. I'm kind of still, you know, I love them all and they're all different, you know, mainly um, uh, the Les Paul is the main right. guitar at the moment, yeah. So you, you probably find that, like, for, you know, depending on the part or the song, you, you reach for the telly or you reach for the for the Paul? Well, we have a couple of bluesy numbers that were, they're very bluesy, so that's when I pick up the telly, you know, and um, yeah, so just for the sounds and stuff, but mainly the Les Paul. How about, uh, what kind of amplifiers are you using? At the moment, I'm going through a whole bunch of amplifiers, um, some Australian, some German, which is an Engel. Um, I've just got an amplifier built 
from a company called Soroyatone or Chiroyatone, which is based in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. And it's hand-to-hand wired. It is the most amazing amp I've ever, I've ever heard. So I'm giving that a massive run at the moment. It's it's so good. It's it's very very Friedman. It's a it's a I think it's a clone of a Friedman, actually. Um. So yeah. So they're the type of things I'm using at the moment. Cool. Have you tried multi effects processors, or do you prefer pedals? I've got pedals. I've got a whole bunch of pedals um, on a Friedman board. Um, with just just some boosters and delays all going through the back end of the amp, uh, through the loop. Um, but, yeah, just pedals, yeah, all individual kind of sounds. Cool. Now, now for recording, sometimes that's a different, a different arena, you know. So, like, with modern recording, um, do you, have you used any of the amp modeling technology, like Amplitube or Kemper? Yeah, I, I use that at home. I use um, Guitar Pro 5 at home and, and some of the things that Logic have uh, in their software. Um, but when it comes to recording, like in a, in a proper studio, not my, you know, not my room, uh, I love the valve amps. I have to, I have to know that, that body of sound you know, especially with the right producer who can get exactly what you're after, you know, so I'm always using valve heads. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds terrific. You know, it, uh, it's, it's coming through the recording. Yeah, whoever's recording that, like we know, it's, they're, they're, they're producing it well and they're getting the right sound. It's great. Now, how about you, Mark? Any, any particular gear for you? Uh, any, uh, do you take your own mics to shows and recording? No, I'll take what's there, bud. I'm uh, I'm easy going. I just I just take myself. So that's all. Just rock up, do me thing, plug me in, let me go. That's all. And if they're lucky, I'll help pack up. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. That's why that's why a lot of drummers become become singers. Well, you know, don't talk to me about drummers. Did you hear about the drummer who locked his keys in the car? It, it took him huh. two hours to get the bass player out. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> so what's next for Stone Trip? What's the next goal? Well, we're obviously working this first single, getting this first single out to everybody that we can um, with the video release tonight. Um, and then, you know, like just start organising our, our second single off the EP, which will be, you know, hopefully a month or six weeks away with a with a clip and you know and then we can um we'll have something new the, the thing is with us you know we, we want to keep something new happening relatively you know one after the other so so we stay in people's minds and um you know and just get get all their material out there yeah that's that's a great way to do it there's there's been some discussion uh amongst uh, musicians that I know here in LA, it's like, is it better to release an al- a full album or is it better to release a song every couple months? You know, keep it, keep it feeding out there. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm more for the release something every couple months, you know, keep it feeding out there, feeding out there. But we've been advised as well, you know, cause I thought, to, I thought, well, listen, when the EP is recorded, why don't we just have it out there? It'll be for sale. And, um, you know, I'm led to believe that it's best to pick singles off it so you get a bit more longevity out of the, the product itself. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather just put it out there, but, you know, I do have to listen to the professionals in that game that are 
that are doing the uh, the best for this band. The other songs we've got are just uh, we we can't wait to get them out either. We're, we're just hanging. So we've got some um, you know pretty diverse tunes as well that probably surprise a few people. You know. Musically and um, you know um, uh, melody wise, so uh, yeah, we we can't wait to um, just get what else we do out there as well, you know. So yeah, we're um, we're, we're hanging out to do our next clip actually, you know, because it's um, with our first clip, which is just about actually our time now has just gone live to YouTube. So uh, nine minutes, another nine yeah, minutes, nine minutes. So yeah, she goes live, but. Um, yeah, so that was our first clip was really just to really just showcase the band, you know, like we're, we're a hard-working band, we sweat, we feel, and we just wanted to get that across to, to the punters, you know. So, um, But the next clip we do, we'll probably focus a little bit more, you know, and be a little bit more daring with what we do and we've got a few ideas and uh, we're pretty sure the next track we're going to release. So, um, yeah, bring it. Well, guys, that actually brings us to about the end of our time. And uh, I want to thank you for being here and introducing us all to Stone Trip. I believe uh, Sideways is going to be an entry in this year's RMA Awards. So good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Awesome. And uh, for all the listeners out there, yeah, the first release by Stone Trip, Sideways is available out there right now. And their uh, debut video is releasing in moments. So by the time you hear this, go check it out. It's online. Get on YouTube. That's it for my conversation today with Stone Trip. Check out their release, Sideways. And keep in touch with the guys on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for their name in one word, Stone Trip. Visit thimbleslide.com for the guitar slide that frees your finger. It allows you to slide and fret while wearing it. And visit rockmusicalliance.com and join the Rock Music Alliance so you can vote in the RMA Awards. For the Rock Music Alliance, I'm Cole Coleman. Be well, stay well, and join the Rock Music Alliance.